0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: This is Season 2, Episode 96 of the Fly the W670 Podcast, the return of Sammy Sosa. Don't forget, listen, download, review. Most importantly, subscribe to the Fly the W Podcast. All right, Crowley, while we all sit and wait, there is a little bit of news. There are always rumors, and there are events happening at Wrigley Field.
2: Yeah, if we take a look at the hot stove right now, we'll put our board back up. Yamamoto and Sneller still available for free agent signings. uh, Cease and Alonzo, nothing. Uh, Montgomery, Chapman, Bellinger still all available. Same with Burns, Bregman, Glass now could be traded. Hoskins, Soler, Imanaga available. And then Bieber, Kim, and Paredes. I haven't heard Paredes or Kim very much lately, but I have heard some Shane Bieber stuff. But, you know, Dustin, uh, as we're kind of looking at this right now, the Cubs... Did make a signing. No, not any of those big names, but for a backup catcher, the Cubs signed free agent catcher Jorge Alfaro to a minor league contract that includes a spring training
1: invite, according to Robert Murray, a fan-sided. That's going to sell some tickets, right, Dustin? (laughs) As soon as we're done, I'm going to go to the internet and try to buy me a pair. Get some season tickets, buddy, but it, it may not seem like much, but honestly, it's a good insurance policy
2: with Jan, another year older, and Miguel Amaya having his injury history. Offensively, Alfaro has pop in his bat. He hits home runs, but he has poor plate discipline, which leads to a lot of strikeouts. Defensively, phenomenal arm, but behind the plate, he's one of the worst catchers when it comes to blocking pitches. So, you know, you never want to have that, you know, that third catcher have to come up. So, again, just a little insurance policy to have some depth in the minor leagues um, in case some of the younger guys like Pablo Aliendo are not ready. Now, Dustin, we talked about that Chicago had both comeback player of the years this year in um, Cody Bellinger, but Scott Merkin of MLB.com reports that the Cubs may be interested in former White Sox closer Liam Hendricks, who also won the comeback player of the year.
1: Yeah, I found that very interesting.
2: Now, Hendricks came back from Hodgkin's lymphoma last season, but shortly after returning to the White Sox, he suffered an elbow injury that required Tommy John surgery in August. He obviously would not be able to break with the team when uh, they leave spring training, but it's but possible he could come back at the end of the season and give the bullpen a little bit of boost if all goes well with his rehab. This is what Hendricks had to say about the Cubs reaching out. There's been nothing substantial about any of the conversations we've had, but they were one of the teams that reached out pretty early on. It seems like other clubs – obviously, we are in no rush. My timeline hasn't changed. I'm not going to be ready in April. Teams are making sure they got their main part of their 2024 set up. We've had some clubs call and be like, once it heals up, let us know. Dustin, I know you're a big fan of Liam Hendricks, the person. I think we all are, and and so – you know, it might not be a bad deal to kind of
1: no, just sign him. No, not at all. Happens. Listen, the Cubs, the Cubs like to have good people around, and he is good people. Bottom line, right? The Cubs like yes. to have good people around. He is good people. He He's done a lot of good work in, in a short amount of time being here in Chicago off the field. So you could have a lot more people uh, like Liam Hendricks around. Right. And, and we
2: saw, you know, the bullpen struggle last year. So, I mean, you're, you never, never can have too many good bullpen arms. That's the way I would put it. But there was – Dustin, one big free agent signing that may affect the Cubs Korean star Jung Hu Lee signed a six year, $113 million deal with the San Francisco giants. Finally, they got somebody, uh, Lee was regarded. Somebody would take
1: of, their money. Eventually. I, I knew <laughs> it.
2: I knew it. Lee was regarded as one of the best players in South Korea's KBO league spending the past seven seasons with the kill Womb heroes. He was a KBO MVP in his time with the heroes he hit a whopping 340 average 65 home runs 69 stolen bases and more walks than strikeouts. So why should Cub fans care? Well, that that takes another potential suitor off the board for Cody Bellinger. So when you talked about people that were interested in Cody Bellinger the name the main names that you kept hearing was you know the Giants the the Cubs and Toronto. So one less suitor, I think, kind of looks good for the you know possible reunion between the Cubs and Toronto, wouldn't you think? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You're taking it off the board. Yes, you know it started out. You had the Yankees, and they got Juan Soto, and now now the Dodgers or the the Giants got Lee. So I, I think that as it keeps happening, I think more and more there's. It just makes sense. It's just got to be a matter of dollars and cents, you know. I mean, if, if it's a reasonable contract, the Cubs have money, or maybe defer some of it. Take a page out of
1: LA's book. There you go. You know that's an option. Um, while we were getting ready to do this, and we're talking about uh, Yamamoto, I read that uh, Yamamoto also visiting with the Phillies today.
2: <laughs> well, Dustin, there like are they 30... haven't
1: like they haven't spent enough money already,
2: right? There's three main free agents from Japan that have been dominating the offseason, And we have some Cub notes on each of them. Apparently, Dustin, according to Tom Berducci, um, Shohei Otani never considered, uh, considered signing with the Cubs. So I think that the Cubs were serious and I think they were willing to make an offer, but it seems to me like he never wanted to leave the West coast. It, yeah, from- it was almost like
1: he was interviewing the teams he was interested in, as opposed to you being a team, having the opportunity to interview and sign the player.
2: And when you talk about the different agents, you, the more teams are involved, the more you can drive up the price. Right, right. But I have a feeling that he did not. I mean, when you think about some of the finalists, when you th- I heard that that exact same deal that he got with the Dodgers um, was also offered up to San Francisco, the
1: Giants. Right. Well, their camp. I mean, th- that's what I mean. Th- th- you know, right? Th- his team, his group offered this to certain teams that they were willing to actually go to. Right. And and then, and so- and then they picked. And the fact that the Angels were even in
2: the running, considering how bad they are, just tells you something. So,
1: Well, that's uh, what shows where the comfortability and the routine and stuff was a part of it.
2: Right. Now, the second player, this infuriated me, Dustin. You know my guy, the guy that I want. A uh, Japanese pitcher, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yeah, we just talked Ken, about it, right? Yeah. Ken Rosenthal in the Athletic. Wrote about the you know Yamamoto sweepstakes currently going on. You you mentioned Phillies. Um, how about having to meet with he met with Mookie Betts, Freddie Friedman, and Shohei Otani. Yeah, and oh by the way,
1: Shohei Otani, right? Yeah, and, oh by the <laughs> way,
2: right. But here's what here's what Rosenthal writes in the Athletic: the first year price for Yamamoto could exceed seventy five million depending on how the contract's structured. So you're looking on average annual value AAV of about thirty million dollars or higher. And then Ken writes, only a few teams can play at that financial level, and virtually all of them, the Dodgers, Mets, Yankees, Giants, and Red Sox, are in the mix for a pitcher who won three straight versions of the Japanese Cy Young and three straight Pacific League MVPs. Dustin, am I missing something here? Did Ken forget a team? I don't know. Well, I mean, he's got
1: to be talking to somebody, and somebody is usually the agents, Right. Or right. he's talking to general managers, you know, are the Cubs not interested because of that price? Uh, you know, I mean, that's a lot of money, Crowley, for somebody that's never thrown a pitch in Major League Baseball. Dustin, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I'm just I trying don't to answer my... your question. I'm not saying I agree with it, Crowley. I, I right. don't. I, I'm I, I'm with you. I, 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 would be, I would be very happy at this point with a Yamamoto-Bellinger offseason. That would be great. I, I could I could be totally on board with that. But there's got to be a reason. Something's up. There's, there's just, something up that, that, that the Cubs aren't on anybody's list.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: I I just wonder if Jed is just risk averse to some of those type of contracts. And if he is, that's a problem because if anyone ever played poker before, right? If you just keep waiting to get the perfect hand, eventually you're going to lose your money. I mean, you're just gonna, it's just going to get chipped away. You have to sometimes push in your chips, and 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 you know if the if the Dodgers are doing this, look at what the Dodgers have done, Dustin, since 2016. Look at what they've done, and yeah, they won one cheap World Series. But we've said it over and over again that the postseason's a crapshoot. But they have been a consistently great team. They literally have won the NL West every season since 2016. And, and the one time they didn't, they, won, they one time San Francisco beat them as far as winning the division, but the but Dodgers still won 105 games. So I think they know what they're doing. I don't understand if the Cubs have money. And Dustin, all I can tell you is uh, you know how often I'm at the park. You know how many $14 beers I'm drinking. And now this is a, <laughs> this is a, this is a year-round venture. Go down, a layoff, to, go, yeah. go down to Winterland at Wrigley and see how many people are, are, are throwing money around. Yep. How the heck are we not considered, in Ken Rosenthal's viewpoint, one of the teams that can play at this financial level? Well, Why I'd are we the, I'd love not to, mentioned I'd
1: love to, I'd love to have somebody ask Kenny that. But, you know, um, he, yeah. he forgets about his old friends, Kenny Rosenthal. Um, I, I've known Ken for a long, long time. Worked with him for years with the Sporting News. When I got to the score, I brought him into the score. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you stop paying people to come on, they all of a sudden say, lose my number. There's no, you know, for old time's sake or anything like that. So um, we'll see. I I mean, you know, I'd love somebody that uh, has access to Kenny Rosenthal to uh, ask him that, because that's a very good question, Crowley. Uh, Finally, John Morosi
2: mentioned that the Cubs are in the running for pitcher Shota Imanaga, along with the Dodgers, Mets, and the Red Sox. So I don't even know who the Dodgers and Mets are not in on, but, Um, At least the Cubs are mentioned in this one for Shota Imanaga, but he's not going to cost the big dollars that Yamamoto is going to. So at least there's that. So we'll see what happens. A few more free agent signings of note. The Pirates have signed first baseman Rowdy Tellez, who was with the Brewers, so he stays in the NL Central. He's one of those guys that always seems to hit well against the Cubs. Uh, The Royals have signed right-handed pitcher Chris Stratton to a one-year $3.5 million contract. And they also signed Seth Lugo to a three-year, $45 million contract. So, you know, good for you, Seth Lugo. Yeah, good for Seth Lugo, right? I mean, no problem with that. Fine. That's good. Now, Dustin, I am excited. I'm going to tell you why. Some exciting news for those of us who love knew,
1: I knew you would like this. I saw this. You know, funny, Crowley, is I saw this story, and I thought of you. Honestly, I saw this story, and I thought of Crowley. So excited. For all of you who love spring training...
2: And all of you that love prospects, MLB announced spring breakout 2024. All 30 MLB clubs will assemble rosters filled with 20 to 25 of their best prospects to take on top minor league or rookie talents from other organizations. Each team will play one seven inning exhibition game. So I open up the app and I take a look for Cub fans. The Cubs top prospect team will play the White Sox top prospect team on Friday. March 15th, right in the middle of my trip to Mesa. Boom! There you
1: go. Boom! You don't even have to, they don't even have to uh, beg the wife to stay out there longer, go for trip number two. It's all lined up. Good for you, it is
2: all lined up for me. So, those of you know who know, remember last year I was out in spring training, I'll have plenty to report on in that game. To me, Dustin to me, the reason you go to spring training is to kind of see the the prospects and the young guys. Like I'm going to, I'm going to see all the other guys when I start going to, you know, the regular season games, I want to see the future and to be able to see two teams with their stacked talent, I think is going to be really interesting. And you know, there's going to be bragging rights, right?
1: Oh yeah. I love the bragging rights part of it. Yeah. That's, that's a good, that's a good concept. I like that concept.
2: Very fun. I just wanted, we wanted to wish happy 81st birthday to the greatest pitcher in Cubs history, Fergie Jenkins. And Dustin, finally, it's here. Cubs caroling this Saturday. We made up at 5 p.m. at Output Lounge at 3730 North Clark Avenue. 5 p.m. That's right next to the Metro across the street from Wrigleyville Dogs. Um, What's going to happen is we're going to have our meet and greet at 5 o'clock. At five thirty, we will pass out the hymnals and we will warm up and learn the songs. It's pretty easy.
1: <laughs> I love, I all- love the, I love the hymnals. I, I oh. love the, I love the hymnal.
2: The hymnals are great. We, we, you know, we're still tweaking even up to the last minute. And uh, at six p.m., we step foot out of output and begin the caroling bar crawl. We have at least thirteen stops. So you know we'll probably do a beer in every other stop. I don't know if we'll do all thirteen. Some of us will we'll say I, you won't be. Uh,
1: you won't. You. <laughs> you, you <laughs> you'll be using that uh, himlet for something else if you hit it all thirteen. Um, we'll see, and, and we finish over at the oldest bar
2: in Wrigley, Nisei Lounge, where we will be finishing up with the original. Candy cane infused Malort. Yeah. A lot of controversy about that,
1: huh? Like a lawsuit, like a lawsuit going on or something. I mean,
2: we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll have the guys from Nissan to talk about it. Let's do that. Yeah. I will tell you this is that, um, it is really, truly a fun event. Even if you're not a drinker, we have people that come and don't drink one drop. We have people that can sing like angels and other people that sing like me. Um, It's, it's going to be just a lot of fun. It's Danny. Will be some video
1: of this on, uh, on your Twitter?
2: I will definitely have some video going and, uh, hopefully we're just all going to have a lot of fun and we've gone viral before. Maybe we'll go viral again, but I would say that if you're just looking for something to do this Saturday, 5. PM at output lounge at 3730 North Clark street, And who knows, maybe Danny Rocket has a Fly the W song for us.
1: And you said that, uh, you said output the best wings in the city, huh?
2: Best wings. Oh my God. Delicious. Uh, boned in as that's the only way you're ever going to do wings, but the boned in. Otherwise it's a, otherwise
1: Uh, it's a chicken nugget with sauce, right? Right, right, right. Absolutely.
2: It's so good. (laughs) And they do have cold club 400 beer, um, there that you can get. So absolutely come out, man, and have some fun and, and listen to some songs and meet some cup
1: fans. Well, Carly, that's a wrap. Have a wonderful time. Caroline, you've been listening to season two, episode 96, the return of Sammy Sosa. Don't forget, listen, download, review, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Uh, hope everybody's having a great holiday season. Carly and I will be back early next week for a couple more editions, And who knows, maybe we'll have an emergency podcast.
2: Well, all we can do is wait, and while we're doing that, we're going to have fun, and we're going to continue talking, Cubs. Keep your, again, patience, Cub fans. Let's preach it.
3: Go, Cubs! Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best...